Welcome, spiritual family, to a Faithful God ministry. It is truly an honor to be here with you today, whether you're watching us or listening to us online on our podcast, Spiritual Tea Podcast. It is truly a blessing. You are an amazing blessing to us here at a Faithful God ministry. With that, let's begin. First and foremost, I want you to know that God loves you passionately and faithfully. Amen. Amen. And then let's give God some praise and glory because see, no matter how hard the test was, no matter how hard our circumstances was, we made it. We're here today. He breathed life into us. Yes. Thank him for his goodness. Thank him. Are you ready to receive the good news today? It is my pleasure to bring you the good news of hope, love, encouragement, and faith in God. It is written that the good news does not come to you by word only. No, it comes with power and through the Holy Spirit. Now see, I cannot change your current situation. Cannot do that. But what I can do is point you to the one who can. Amen? Amen. My goal today is to bring the light of God into the darkest and the hardest areas on your pathway, on your journey. See, because what we have to do is we have to turn on the light to get rid of the dark. And that's what we're going to do today. The title of my message today is Miserably Saved. Miserably Saved. And I'm going to spill all the spiritual tea about healing. Healing. Let's start with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Thank you for another day, for your glory. Thank you for breathing life and light into each and every single one of us. Thank you for the blood of Jesus that gives me the privilege to come before you boldly today. God, I recognize there is no better plan in this world than yours. I pray for your will to be done in all areas of our lives that are empty and depleted. I pray for every person watching and listening right now, wherever they are, that you meet them where they are to experience you. Fill their lives, fill their hearts and minds with you and your love. I pray that you cover the message today for it is your truth. Cover it with your light and grace. You are a supernatural God doing supernatural things in this world. And I pray that you use me, use us in a supernatural way to fill your presence today. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. All in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Before I start, I want to share a short, funny story with you. So one day, the story of Adam and Eve was being carefully explained in the children's Sunday school class. Following the story, the children were asked to draw some some picture that would illustrate the story of Adam and Eve. And so little Bobby, little Bobby, he drew a picture. He drew a picture of a, a car with three people in it. And the front seat was a man, and the back seat was a man and a woman. And so the teacher was at a loss. She was at a loss to understand how this illustrated the lesson that he just learned of Adam and Eve. And so when she asked him, little Bobby, he was prompt. He was prompt with his explanation. And he says, why, this is God driving Adam and Eve out of the garden. So a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, I started a message called The Keys, a series. I started a message series called The Keys. And the first week I went over the keys to an abundant life, grace, mercy, goodness, and truth. The second week, which was last week, 
I went over using the keys to open an abundant life. And the first one was forgiveness of sin. The second one was becoming new. The third one was receiving the Holy Spirit. I also went over the fruit of the Spirit, Spirit, the nine virtues and how those nine virtues are truly the keys to abundant life. And again, the nine virtues represents relationships in our lives, love, joy, peace. That represents our relationship with God. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control represents the relationship with ourselves, with ourselves. So again, I shared the keys and I also shared how those keys will give us an abundant life. And again, the title of my message today is Miserably Saved. And there is one more, one more element that the keys can open for abundant life that I want to share with you today. And that is divine healing, divine healing. See, some people, when they hear the word healing, they'll say, I don't need healing because I'm not sick or I don't need healing. I just need God to get me from being stuck in, the, in my current circumstance or I don't need healing because I'm healthy as a racehorse. Have you ever heard that, that, that saying, I'm healthy as a racehorse? I don't even know what that means. But anyway, but when people hear it they, and they're not sick and they're not experiencing any type of elements or diseases, they immediately revert from the word healing. But see, we all, each and every single one of us, each and every single one of us, each and every single one of us needs healing, whether it's spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, there's some place and areas in our lives where we need some type of healing. And it doesn't necessarily have to be a physical sickness. See, we can get healing from sickness or a disease, a disease of our thoughts, disease of our mind. You know what I mean? Well, we at some point on our journey, at some point on our journey, we need to be miserably saved. We need to get that divine healing. We need to get miserably saved, saved from our, our past, our mind, our ways, addictions, addictions to drugs, social media, the news, medications, negativity are simply saved from ourselves, simply saved from ourselves. We may be stuck and tirelessly asking God to get us moving along with no response. Have you ever felt that way that you're stuck? And you're tiredly asking God to move you along and you feel like he's not responding. And see, this is when God is working on us. When you don't hear him, this is when he's working on us. He's not working on your situation. He's not working on our situation, or our circumstances. He's working on us at that particular moment. He's working on you. He's working on us at that particular moment. See, when we are stuck, when we are stuck, that means that we are bound by the enemy and ourselves at that moment and see that's not the life that's not the life that God intended for any of us for any of his children for any of his children see he wants us to have an abundant life an abundant life so a simple question simple question what is healing what is healing healing is to to make healthy whole or sound restore to health free from sickness. They say biblically healing is through divine intervention and response to a prayer are generally because 
of faith. Where does healing come from? Where does it come from? God. God. The scripture censors the legitimate use of medical science for healing. But it's very transparent, it's very clear throughout the Bible that God has all the power. He has all the power to heal the whole person, the whole person, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally. Amen, amen. Matthew chapter 8 verses 16 through 17 tells us, That evening they brought to Jesus many people who had demons in them. The demons were put out when Jesus spoke to them. All, all the sick, all the sick people were healed. It happened as if, as the early prophet Isaiah said it would happen. Isaiah said, he said, he took, he took on himself our sickness and carried away our diseases. See, Jesus healed. He healed all, all that were sick. That means everyone who had a need for healing. It didn't matter what their sickness or disease was, anyone that had a need for healing, a need for healing. He took on all our sickness and carried away our diseases through the healing of atonement. And that means that physical healing is something we can claim by faith. Something we can something that we can claim by faith. See, atonement Atonement means the the reconciliation of God and us through Jesus Christ. Redemption, so redemption means the action of saving or being saved or the action of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment, basically clearing a debt. And so the difference between atonement and redemption is atonement is the act the act itself before God. And what it does is it lays the groundwork of redemption. It lays the groundwork of redemption. See, we are redeemed by the atoning, the reconciliation work of Christ. That's how we are redeemed. And see, atonement is the act. It is the act and redemption is the result of that act. See, because when we reconcile with God, when we reconcile with God, we are redeemed through Christ. We are redeemed through Christ, which brings us salvation, deliverance. Redemption and salvation are not the finish line. They're not the finish line. That's not the goal. That's the starting point in our faith, the starting point in our faith. So going back to the context, Isaiah told us that Jesus took all our sickness and our diseases he already bore them. He already bore them for us so we could so we would not have to bore them. And see what that is? That's what? Sacrifice. Sacrifice. So think about it. Think about it. Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for us. He bore the stripes, shed the blood, and died for each and every single one of us. And now if you think about that, if you think about the process and all that he went through for us, it doesn't make sense for us to bear any type of sickness or disease. Correct? Correct. In Isaiah 53 verses 4 through 5, he made it very clear by saying, for sure he took on, he took on himself our troubles and carried our sorrows. Yet we thought of him as being punished and hurt by by God and made to suffer. But he was hurt for our wrongdoing. He was crushed for our sins. 
He was punished so we would have peace. So we would have peace. He was beaten so we would be healed. So we would be healed. So we would be healed. And see, I want to share with you that there are two ways. There's two ways to be healed. Two ways to be healed. And the first way is preventative. Nope. Preventive. The first way is preventive. Preventive. And Exodus told us in 1526, he told us that if we listen to the voice of God, if we listen to the voice of God, if we do right in his eyes, listen and obey, none of the diseases, none of the diseases will be put onto us, will be put onto us. All we have to do is listen to the voice of God, do what is right in his eyes, listen and be obedient, and none of the diseases will be put onto us. He is the Lord who heals us, who heals us, meaning... When we stay in faith and be obedient to him, he will deliver us. He will deliver us. He will heal us. He will prevent the sickness and the diseases from even coming and contaminating us and contaminating us in our lives. The second way is reactive. In Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, Exodus told us, this is what he told us, that when we serve the Lord, he will give us bread and water and take away the sickness. When we serve the Lord, he will give us bread and water and take away the sickness. Meaning when we find ourselves feeling ill, right? When we find ourselves feeling ill, when our money is ill, when our spirit is ill, when we just physically ill, when we find ourselves ill, When we serve him by seeking and praying, he will provide us the nourishment, the nourishment needed and take away all our healness. See, reactive healing means healing by faith, healing by faith. And that's all you would need. Healing by faith. Reactive healing happened all throughout the Bible. It happened all throughout the Bible. The healing of the cripple, the blind man, curing of every disease, the woman with the blood, raising Lazarus from the dead. Healing happened throughout the Bible and healing came from faith. Faith. From faith. So there was there was a folk legend. There was a folk legend one day. There was a folk legend told one day. One day, the enemy of the world was on the side of life's road with a very large cage, with a very large cage. And the man coming towards him noticed that it was crammed full of people of every kind, young, old, from every race and nation. And so the man asked, where did you get these people? And the enemy said, he replied, Oh, from all over the world. I lure them with drinking, drugs, lust, lies, anger, hate, love of money, and all matter of things. I pretend I'm their friend out to give them a good time. And then when I have them hooked into the cage, they go. And so the man asked, And what are you going to do with them now? The enemy grinned. And he says, oh, I'm going to entice them. I'm going to provoke them. I'm going to get them to hate and destroy each other. I'll stir up racial hatred, defiance of law and order. I'll make people bored 
lonely, dissatisfied, confused, and restless. It's easy. It's easy. People will always listen to what I have to offer them. And what's better, they'll blame God for the outcome. And then what? The man asked. Those who do not destroy themselves, I will destroy. None will escape me. And so the man stepped forward. And he asked, can I buy these people from you? And the enemy snarled. Yes, you can. But it will cost you your life. So at that moment, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, paid for our release, our freedom from the enemy's trap with his own life. The door is open. It's open. It's open right now. And anyone, anyone who the enemy has deceived, lied to, and caged can be set free. See, you got to remember, I provided you your keys. I provided you the keys. I provided you the keys. Grace, mercy, goodness, and truth, and love. I provided you those keys. See, we are miserably saved through Jesus. God is the divine healer. See, we need to be like Jeremiah. See, we need to be like Jeremiah. We need to be like Jeremiah, right? We need to pray out to him like Jeremiah did. We need to pray out to God like Jeremiah did. Heal me, O Lord, I shall be healed. Save me and I shall be saved. For you are my praise. You are my praise. See, you got to understand. And this is real talk right here. You have to understand. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. We need to speak our healing. We need to claim our healing. The Bible declares that by the stripes of Jesus Christ, we are healed. We are healed. And you know, Jesus is still alive and is ready to heal you now. Ready to heal us now. Ready to heal any sickness or any disease within your life now. Our declaration is healing. God, heal me now. God, heal us now. You are going to be healed. You are going to be healed. Our land, our nations, society, economy, finances will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. See what I am, what I'm doing right now. I'm claiming it and I'm declaring it for each and every single one of you and anyone that touches you. This right here, this right here, whatever you are going through, whatever sickness, whatever disease, whatever illness you are going through spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, whatever sickness or disease that you are going to going through right now is not your new normal. This world where we're going through right now is not your new normal. Divine healing in your life is your new normal. And you have to claim it because, see, we are miserably saved through the process of atonement, redemption, and salvation. And through these processes, we are healed. We are transformed. We are restored, meaning to have an abundant life. To have an abundant life. To have an abundant life. With that, let's close with a prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. Thank you for his ultimate sacrifice. We surrender to you today 
And I ask that you breathe divine healing into each and every single one of us. Heal whatever sickness, physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, financial, whatever sickness we may have in our lives. We call upon the name of Jesus, not the name of our sickness. We pray that you do the work in our lives. Heal us beyond our understanding. Transcend our spirit. Fill us with your spirit so we can follow you and live for you. We thank you that you are a God who not only forgives us, but loves us unconditionally. Fill us with your spirit so we can follow you and live for you. Give us your purpose that we can live and glorify you every single day. My life is not my own. I give it to you. Be with us. Cover us this week. Give us the strength, the patience, and the guidance. We commit our spirit into your hands. We pray that you fill our mind, our hearts, and thoughts until there's none of us and only all of you. We believe that you will move, move mighty in our lives this week. We thank you in advance for the way that you will move us over the next week. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. All in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. So with that, let's come to a close. Again, thank you again for joining me here today and listening to my message. This week, this week, you will receive your divine healing this week. Any sickness that you are going through, any elements, any diseases that you are feeling or any sicknesses that you are going through, you will receive the divine healing from God this week. My friends, you've heard the good news today, and I hope, I hope that you have felt his presence. And if so, all we ask is that you share the good news with at least five of your friends. With that, many blessings.